Welcome back to another episode of Unknown and Talented, behind the scenes with your very own Jalan Abrams and myself, Sharnay Janice. Jalan, what's poppin'? I don't know why can't I say my name in the beginning. Let's be with Sharnay and Jalan. You want to do it? No, it's okay. Okay. I just got to let y'all know this, right? When people get their hair done and look all nice, they want to look all dressed up and stuff like that. I wasn't going to dress like this. If y'all can see the visual podcast, I was on dress chill. Next, you know, she's all dressed up because she got her hair done. Looking all nice, trying to embarrass me out here. If you're watching the visual podcast um, and the girls that get it, get it, then you'll know that this is a lounge set. Um, but, you know, if you know me, you know I like the lounge and luxury. And so I don't know what to say. This is every day for me. It's nothing new. All right. Well, let's, let's just hop out your hair, though. Your hair look fine, though. Thank you. Thank you. I am going through a transition in my life. It's been um, a great deal of trial and error, but um, locked my hair last Mm. year. It's been a a couple months. It'll be a year. No way. It's wild. I don't believe that. In a while. Yeah. Since I locked my hair. Um, I don't think you ever made that announcement that you locked your hair. Yeah, I no, you I didn't did make like a big thing. I was you moving you know, from the mic. So you want to move the mic closer to your, your freight? Can can y'all hear me? Testing, testing. Can you can, can you hear me? Try, no, no, no. Father, can you hear me? All right. I mean, I feel like I was fine the first time, but. You just kept leaning inside. like. Mm, well. I thought I'm new to having a mic. This is my second time recording with a mic. It's just different. It just feels different. Anyway, speaking of different, um, my hair is different. I have locks. Um, and so I am now on my second loctician. My first one moved. She was incredible. Um, it's now I have a new loctician. She's She's actually doing... Guyanese too. Yes, one. she is. She is Guyanese. Um, or my first loctician was, is Guyanese. Um, now I have a new loctician. And so um, I feel good. It's been um, a lot of trial and error and figuring things out, but um, I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. Mm-hmm. Well, me on top of my head, I mean, I'm I'm eight weeks. This is my last retwist, so it's a little. Cause I just took it out, so it's a little crinkly. But yeah, I know I don't get my hair done that often. But yeah, yeah, it looks here. good though. I mean, I know we like on the level of freshness. I mean, I'm I'm definitely fresh to death. I'm giving like hot out the oven, but. Your hair, if we're talking about it, has gotten so long. If you go back to some of the early like episodes, because you've been recording for Almost about a, a year, year now too, yeah. your hair has gotten so long. Yeah. It's so beautiful. It's all in my face, I can't even see nothing. Oh my gosh, that's a hazard. You have to start putting in the man bun. All right, go ahead. Next <laughs> subject. <laughs> oh, so for me, uh, getting my hair locked um, was something I thought about probably for years mm-hmm. before I actually did it. Um, did you have, um, I guess, like an experience of thinking about getting your hair locked? Was it just uh, sort of like a whim decision? Oh. When I decided to get my hair locked, well, I'm going to start with COVID. When okay. COVID started, nobody was cutting their hair. I wasn't cutting my hair. And at that point, I was just like, I'm just going to grow it out. So I wasn't shaving my beard. At that point, I even grew my beard out, too, because I was just like, just cutting myself. My sister was like, why don't you just grow your beard? So I just, my my hair was going crazy. My beard was going crazy. And after a while, I was like, I'm not going to get a regular haircut. I have like a little fro. 
and it just kept growing. So now I said, I'm going to do twist. And then like trying to get my twist done by someone was tough because I moved to, to Charlotte and person that my mom did my twist most of the time. And it's just like trying to find somebody in Charlotte to do my twist. It's just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then after a while I started doing it. My hair is thick. I don't know if it's C, D. I don't even know what it is, but it's not the A's and B's. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> so so my hair is super thick, and I'm just like, every time I'm doing it, I couldn't get close to the roots, and I decided to lock it. Like, yeah, my my, my dad got locks, my mom got locks, and I was just, like, telling everybody I'm not going to do it, and I ended up just, you know, pulling the trigger, and I love them. Yeah, that's, that's funny. My experience was... Um, similar as far as like, well, actually, I guess, I guess it's sort of on the opposite spectrum. So you were in like the height of COVID and you start growing your hair out. I had cut my hair bald. Um, I had a balded fade during COVID. I'm I- so mad. I didn't see her when she was bald. <laughs> you know how they'd be like grabbing people's hair? Mm. So I could grab my head like that. <laughs> I decided I was completely done with having it, honey. I said, this is for the birds. Um, I got to that point though, because I just what I was doing my hair was styling my hair was doing everything myself uh, trying to cut costs but also because I'm very particular about how like my hair done and so trusting somebody else with my aesthetic of my hair had always been challenging or or disappointing as well because it didn't look how I wanted it to so um I got to the point where I was just like you know what maybe hair is just not for me uh, so I had cut it all off and then <laughs> I told the story to my lactation <laughs> I'll tell it as well sorry I remember I had it cut and it's winter time. And so I had on like a big fur coat and like my Uggs and I walked to this restaurant and there was like a glare of the sun coming through. But when I walked in the door, the lady was like, uh, how can I help you, sir? Sir, sir. I said, I'll let me grow my hair. That, that day I said, all right. <laughs> I said, wow. I'll grow my hair. <laughs> wow. I, I can't live like this, oh, not wow. sir. <laughs> Wow. My feelings were so hurt. So, um, so within the period of years after, uh, my sister had started liking her hair. You talk about like having that sort of familial influence of mm-hmm. seeing that my sister-in-law, uh, has locks. And so I sort of in my head had thought about it in undergrad. I had done like faux locks. I even actually made those locks. This is before now, like you go into your Tyson, your beauty depot, they have pre-made locks. When I did lock, um, like my first set of like faux locks, I literally made the braid and then wrapped the braid with the Kanklon hair because I was watching the DIY girls make their own lock, like faux lock extensions. Um, and it took me hours, but I thought they were so, I thought they were really fire. Um, and I remember thinking about it then, but I was too scared. I was scared for a long time. Just yeah. doing something permanent was like, I don't know if I can do it. So it took me a while, but I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. She, she started dating some guy. They had locks, and she was just like, you know what? I'm trying to be just like him. And, you know, now we're here. It's a blessing. It's a <laughs> Oh, well. All right, sure. Sure. You know what is funny, though? Um, I will say, like, although I had influences before, it definitely was cool because I saw your family, like, having locks, yourself and your mom and your dad and your sister. And so... um. It also did feel like, for me, it felt more like confirmation. Like mm-hmm. our relationship was confirmation for a lot of things, but also that was a decision that I've been toying with. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, why not? Like, why not? I just, I really want to do this. I feel like I tried really about everything else with my hair except yeah. 
doing this. Um, I've been so anti uh, committed. So, yep, I did it. So Mm -hmm. you can, you know, I'll I'll give you that. I'll give you a little bit of just the inkling that um, you were a small influence. All right. I just want to shout out my hairstylist, uh, Rakia. That's all in Raleigh. Hers is Locks by Row. If you know, they're Locks by Row. Roots by Row. Okay. Sorry about that. I got to sh- shout out the correct. <laughs> <laughs> and then now I have one in Charlotte, Shaquanda. She does a great job. So it's kind of cool. But what? how has life changed of having locks? Like for me, I will say, it's kind of cool when you pass somebody with locks and you're like, oh, I like your hair. I like your hair too. Or something like that. Or you see somebody say, all right, I see you. And it's just because you have locks, it's kind of like you have that little brotherhood, sisterhood. Yeah, I think for me, one thing that I've always felt really strongly about, um, and not in a bad way, like for girls that like do the weaves and everything like that, because I definitely have been there and done it. But there's something really heartwarming when I see a young girl who has natural hair or who a little girl that has locks. And when she looks at me and there was this little girl, she had two strand twist. And this one I had like my long two strand mm-hmm. uh, twist with the little curls on the end. And our hair looked identical. And she looked at me like, what? Like, to me, that's the really heartwarming moments when I see little girls see themselves in, in like a big person and being like, yeah, like, wait, this is a grown up wearing like my hair. Like mm-hmm. how I think that acceptance and that mirroring of like, I, my hair is beautiful. I can be this grown adult and have my locks and, you know, and maybe mm-hmm. she won't, maybe she'll be a grown adult and have a 22 inch weave. Right. But just seeing that that's something, if she wanted that, that's a normal thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that warms my heart. Mm, that's, that's fire. Listen, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, y'all got to understand doing a podcast and having your control is like one thing, but then being with somebody else and you want them to take control. It's different because like what you just said was a perfect segue to a topic that we were going to go to a little later on. But I'm going I'm to I'm follow your rules, though. I'm gonna no, no. I mean, we can we can go everywhere. So order. The, okay. here. We're, so since you were chatting, this is we've been recording together. What for maybe past? I don't know. I mean, we did at least I'm thinking this is, might be the seventh episode. Yeah. So it's still fresh. It's still yeah. fresh. We always try to brainstorm what we want to chat about. Mm-hmm. Um, we play around with like how we'll get there. But I mean, at the same time, as long as we get through it, all the important things that we wanted yeah. to chat about. Yeah. But yeah, no, but because I thought about it and I wasn't even thinking about going there next. But since we are here, um, the acceptance and normalization of a locks was something that we we've been chatting about and sort of brought us to having this conversation because like i said when i have those moments and i see a young child like in the the e section of like my church and i'd be there and they were in there and they all have like their little locks and things like that it's like being able to have that that relationship or even just that moment of shared connectivity, it meant a lot for me, even when before, like, um, lower words, even before I had locks, when I wear natural styles, I would have like my fro or my twist, you still felt that connectivity. I remember I had my hair on like a big puff and there was this little girl um, of mixed ethnicity, but you could tell like her mom was white, um, that she was with, but based on her hair, but texture that she was biracial and she had her hair in a puff and she looked at me and she was like, we're twins. And she patted her hair like th- that moment, like 
I don't know, that always really touches me because I think the acceptance of our hair and it being okay in workplaces and in socials to go into Ulta Beauties and Sephora's and to see froze and to see locks like that wasn't always a thing hmm. it, it was definitely a, a journey of creating that acceptance and honor for black hair hmm. um, and that being seen as beautiful which it is rightfully so hmm. and I want to stay there instead of moving on to like more locks talk about that of like I said, the acceptance of hair. I just think about like growing up of just seeing white little dolls, like, you know, just seeing, you know, the pale skin skin on the, on TV, like seeing the straight hair. You're not really seeing that. And then now you see, which is amazing. I see Chloe and, and Hallie and they got locks and they're like the faces of. I don't know what they're the face Maybe of. Maybe she's a little mermaid. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Talk and to a nice. With locks. And like, that's something that's never never happened because you need to have you can have black hair but you need to have a perm you need to have it straight of the the era of everybody perming their hair to now is like oh i want to be natural or oh, i want to be locks and it being acceptable it's crazy talk about that mm -hmm. of like that you kind of hit on it but talk more of that change of being younger and the acceptance of hair till now yeah i mean one thing i will say and i'm grateful for my parents um there were a lot of things that like in hindsight as an adult, I realized um, it wasn't celebrated, but in my small bubble of, of my life, I wasn't necessarily exposed to. So like even thinking about hair, um, I, you know, you still saw little dolls with like, you know, the little black hair and, you know, all those little things. Some that have kinky curly hair. So I had a, a variety of dolls. My mm -hmm. dolls were all in different, you know, type A, type C hair types and things. Um, I had a lot of exposure, I guess, in that way. Um, but personally, you know, I will say that uh, getting perms was normal. So that was just the thing to do. You know, we'd go to Pookie. Uh, we'd be on our different... Who? Pookie. Honey, yes, that's... <laughs> That's my my old hairstyle's oh, nickname. Okay, all right. Get Pookie. out. So okay. we would go there. So shout out to Pookie. We, shout out to Pookie. <laughs> um, and so we get the hair done. You get your little doobie. You get your little wrap. Um, I hated going to the hair salon. I will mm. say that I I always hated that as a kid. You be in there for hours, okay? Um, now I love the environment of it. Now two different things. Because even now when I picked my stylist, it was because like she was in the salon. There were other people getting braids while you were getting your retwist, and it was mm. music playing and chatting. So mm. I always love that environment yeah. around black women. It, it it feels warmth, you know. But getting out of school early. At like two to go get your hair done and still not getting home till nine. Honey, that was the worst. Not being able to scratch your head because the perm was going to burn your scalp. Honey, it was awful. I just, I knew as a young child, so I'm not doing this forever. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not doing Like having moments with me like shaving my head off and stuff. None of that. I don't think it surprised nobody in my life. Cause I always remember being like, I hate this. Mm. Like I hate, <laughs> I hate these moments. Mm. And so, um, I think even in that, to answer your question as far as the change personally um my sister i would say sort of let that charge because she was the first to be um to be natural like within like our our closeness um and then thereafter like my best friend also went natural she was doing hers but like with that sort of mix of weaves in between crochets to sort of balance out the the growth i had a handful of young ladies at my university who i saw going natural so this is like college time in life yeah. but up until that point everything was just 
was just getting perms. That mm-hmm. it was really in that point where the like celebration of like natural hair and it started becoming more normalized to like my circle to people around me um and at that point it was like natural hair and then also weaves so two sort of contrasting things were becoming like very normal and i was trying to determine which one i would lean into um and luckily i mean with you can sort of lean into both and so i sort of played with both had some really bad wigs that was awful um so yeah like i said making the decision for locks was easy because it didn't well not easy but by the time i made the decision i knew i was doing the right thing because i tried a lot of other stuff that i knew i just didn't want to do yeah it's crazy i got this story um so like is it the perm when you get the perm you can't really scratch your hair or something like that Mm -hmm. so it was just story of um person that told me it works i'm not gonna act like it's a it's a a big story but he was just saying like how people don't understand what we have to go through with our hairstyles so is this black young lady she has a therapist the therapist is white so the therapist is you know talking to her and going through all this stuff and then saying that he she needs to sign her for something extra because during the interview she keeps on banging her head they're like she's not really sure why she keep banging her head but you can't scratch perm you got to you gotta patch little, your head. Head open and, and they, they think it's something is going on they're not That's understanding stressful. that you know <laughs> so it's just funny that the amount of things that we go through with hair is like you won't understand so i just want to talk more about mine is growing up i always cut my hair like i said i was not trying to get locks my dad had locks and i'm just like i'm not trying to do that and i think it's not even i wouldn't even say it's anything my dad did i think it's what media did it's like every time when you see people with locks, they show uh, the Chicago, like all the people like sagging, all the, you know, all the rap things, all the, you know, the walk of flock. And it's just like, you never see that. It's like, yo, you can be regular with that. You don't have to live that lifestyle to do it. Cause it's just funny. It's just funny. It's just a story. I remember my friend was telling me he was going to get locks. I'm like, why would you want to get locks for? You know, and he's like, what do you mean your dad got locks? And I'm just like, oh, my dad does got locks. You know what I'm saying? But it's just crazy yeah. of just like what you see is like, because you think about like for me being black and seeing nothing but that with locks. What do you think about people that are not black and are seeing that? You know what I mean? So now you're seeing someone with locks. You're like, oh man, let me hold my bag. Let me do this. Because you're not, you're thinking of what you see in the media, which is kind of crazy for me to be black and still think that same way even though my dad <laughs> that i love that that's not in that lifestyle has those locks it's kind of funny yeah but it's wild though i think that's a, a shared experience that a lot of people i mean not all but had to sort of determine i remember um i don't remember the award show it was but zendaya had faux locks and they were beautiful um mm, and there was sort of this back and forth around like were they acceptable for that kind of you know situation and it was like what acceptable i mean literally they were beautiful it wasn't like mm-hmm. we joked earlier about like uh, it wasn't like it was eight week old you know something like even then not saying that's not acceptable but they were a fresh set of like beautiful locks mm-hmm. and, and she's she's black too right? half black her dad's black i know that for a fact yeah, yeah. and it was weird because there was a young lady who i followed who i went to university with because uh, this was during my college years and she was sort oh, of like hold on, hold on. Just leave in the comments. Do we say university or college? I went to a university. You just so said, say, okay, you just said I went to university. This is back my, in college. My it's college like, years. I don't know. The thing is, in my head, I still say undergrad. I usually say university because I went to university. No okay, shade against going to college. I'm sorry. Back to the story. That's the story. Anyway. 
This girl you went to university with. This girl I went to university with was sort of going in in a negative way about it. And I just thought that was so wild because she was a black girl. Like, black girl, part of the black student union. Right? Like, you would Mm. think, like, this is a celebrated black. Like, but you saw people who were, like, black having an offense against a black hairstyle. And that just sort of was weird to me. Even sort of random, but we're here or not, I guess, random, but how it was a debate on Twitter where it was like, oh, are braids an acceptable birthday hairstyle? And it was like, oh, no, braids aren't really birthday, like, weave is birthday. And I was like, what? Like, what is that even? You know, like, it's still debates between even ourselves of, like, do we think that our hairstyle is, is it glamorous? Is it beautiful? Is it celebrated? And so, Mm -hmm. uh, like you said, from that stance of social, it's still ingrained in us to sometimes feel like it's not an acceptable thing or mm-hmm. it's not a professional thing yeah. or it's not you know i i know i'll be wearing locks on my wedding day i'm not gonna switch up and be like i oh, know like locks aren't a wedding hair like my locks are my locks that's yeah. my hair yeah you know so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah they're definitely moving closer towards to being accepted but 10 years ago they they really weren't um i remember uh a story i used to get my my car my my i can't even get the words out Changed my oil at uh, Walmart. So every time I go, it's this guy with locks. And I see, oh, what's up? You know what I mean? You don't really say long conversation. When you see somebody familiar, I, mean, I go there all the time. Hey, what's up? And then keep it moving. I remember, um, you know, I think like months later, I went again. And it was this guy like was here cut. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I say, oh, what's up? And then, you know, kept moving. But then when I came back to get my car and I looked at his face, I'm like, oh, I didn't realize you were the same person because your hair was cut. You know, and, and he said the reason why he cut his hair was to get a job. Like the job he wanted to get, he thought he had to get his hair cut, but he didn't have to, you know? So that's just a big thing. It's just like, is that much not accepted? Like he's going to still be the same person. Like I'm just still, if I cut my hair now, I'm still the same person. I'm not going to, but to do that for a job, for what? And it's like, that's, that's crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there were a lot of conversations and like you said, things that changed so that there were, um, or like our policies in place so that you can't be discriminated against uh, for reasons like that. But also it's interesting because we just see like even in industries, um, there was a, or yes, a young lady who's like really prominent in fashion and she had locks. Um, and then I remember her like making that decision to switch over into like wearing weaves and things. And so I think even as it becomes acceptable, I think there's still, that remaining tension because like you say it's still something that has been well ingrained but it is for me beautiful to see like our little mermaid like having locks Mm -hmm. and the way they so beautifully like situated her in that film and like you said seeing them have all of this beautiful like versatility with their hair because i think that's another misconception is sometimes like you can't have a lot of like versatility with your hair do different styles or switch it up and um there's so much that the girls are doing like i spoke to my stylist earlier y'all i mean girl is talented but both of them both of them um but i saw my my first stylist first and i remember just seeing her work and just the creative things that she would do with locks and style for people's hair I was like, there's so much, so much creativity in, in black women and styling and hair. And so, um, I don't think we should ever feel limited in, in our work opportunities and our joy and our glamour and anything when it comes to locks. Like there's no reason to feel capped 
for any of that. Yeah, yeah, and you're right. There's a bunch of different styles. My favorite is the, the two strands, and I take it out, and like it's curly. I've tried. What was it? Was it barrel twist? I did. Yeah, you oh had my the gosh, twist. that was that was a headache. Literally a headache. <laughs> like it looked good. Like the first week, then after a while, it gets fuzzy. I'm not used to having braids. I'm not used to that fuzzy stage. So that is fuzzy, and it was just like it was a. So that's another funny thing. So, all right. So contrasting, because we talked about, of course, our love and celebration for locks. But having locks as a female versus male is very different. Because I remember you did the barrel twist. So you were just like, I could tell you was going through it a little bit when you was getting it done. Like, I felt like your head was sore. And so it was funny to me because as he spoke to, like, he does a lot of two-strand twists with his hair. That's definitely less tension uh, versus a barrel twist is going to feel more like a braid versus mm-hmm. tension, right? And there's there's healthy tension you can have on hair. But as a black girl, you grow up, your mama comb your hair, she pulling your hair, you getting popped on the leg, sit down, stop, t- fix your face. And you, so you sort of get used to a little bit of, of uncomfortability mm-hmm. with your tension. Like I, I did my, my locks are in, are braided back and then styled with the bun. And so, yeah, my first couple of days was a little bit like, sore but you just saw that you charge it to the game you know what i'm saying beauty is pain so i think it's interesting the sort of difference about it and then also like when your hair started getting fuzzy i was just like what like what you talking about I put some edge control y'all 20 minutes ago how long have we been recording what 30 35 minutes ago my edges was fuzzy too i took some mousse I got some edging tool. I wrapped my little scarf around it. I offered to do that for his hair. He was like, "No, nah, I'm not doing that." Yeah, guys, I'm not. Guys, like guys, guys don't do that. Don't I'm put like, edge control on there. That's, that's what they used to style it. Like that's guys. the same thing guys that she put it. Style. I'm just saying, when she set your hair, when she freshly retwisted it, she used gel. That's all edge control is: is gel. I'm not putting edge control in my hair. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm definitely. <laughs> I'm like, if you want to be fresh to death, baby, I could do it for you. And he was like, no, thank you. No, it's not. But it's it's a difference between guys' hair and women's hair. So, like, for me, I can just do two strand, take it out, and that's it. Or I do another hairstyle, take it out, and that's it. Y'all can wear a bunch of different styles. And, like, y'all, y'all can. Because I remember, like, my hairstyles came over here. My hairstyles come over here and does my hair. That's, that's how I got it. You know what I mean? I'm nice like that. But um, <laughs> but like when I was showing her hairstyle, I said, "Oh, that's for a woman." Oh no, you don't want to do that's for a woman. And just like, okay. But then like on your side, it doesn't matter what it is. You can do it. You can do the two strand twist. You can do the hair back. You can take it out, be curly. You can do. It. You have so many different opportunities where we just have that one hairstyle and. Take it. That's why so many guys do two strands because it's like it's the safest way to do it. Yeah, I mean, I had sent you some other hairstyles, but you didn't like oh those. Oh my gosh, because so. those look girly. I don't think they look. It was men wearing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you got nowhere inclusive now, right? You'll be wearing everything. <laughs> anyway, I thought they were nice, but you know, hey, it's your hair, so whatever you like. But yeah, I mean, there are definitely differences, even now, sort of with the acceptability of like certain things, but. It's even funny thinking about how like we started our hair and like what's normal or not. Like a huge thing that is really popular and how I did my hair is lock extensions. And so um, your hair, like you have your hair in its natural state and they can instant lock your hair um, and then add the extension to it. So you pretty much forego the period of um, having like the itty bitties and then letting your hair grow out. Um, 
and then just get to already have some length on you. That way, you just go ahead and start cute. However, you don't get to forego. The, still, your hair has to bud. Your hair, your natural still like What's hair that? has to What's lock. Blood? So it's basically like when the root of my hair was still really puffy. Um, shortly thereafter, getting a retwist. Now, like styling my hair, and so your mom actually put me on. Shout out to Lon's mommy. Um, because I was just getting my hair retwisted at first, um, but I wasn't having it styled. And so, you know, basically the top of my hair is just my natural hair. Like it was the instant lock, but the root is still just like natural fro hair. And so it would just be like a lock hanging from like the little bit of my fro hair. And it was like, now looking back on my photos, like a week and a half after my retwist, my hair was already unraveling. And then you have to go through the fact of when it does start budding and it's sort of puffy because now it's starting to understand like, oh, like we locked in, ain't no switching up. So now, now my hair is actually starting to take to the locking process. So you don't avoid any of that. Um, you just at least have some length. And so that then made it easier to start getting hairstyles. So doing things like the two strand twist, so sort of forcing my hair to accept that like, we're locked. We're locked bay now. So you mm. need to go ahead and just take to this. It's funny how you say that because um, my experience was, you know, different than yours because mm. I actually started with natural. So like my hair was um, just longer because I had an afro. I had braids. So it was longer. So when I started my locks, it was like super short, but it still was short. And like the problem that I had was it was sticking up because it had no weight to it. So like, it's like how it is now. Instead of it, it's like you see hair sticking up here. It was it was like all over the place. Even so, I did the two strands where it was weighted, so it was good. So when you take it out, then it was crazy. But the funny thing about watching her start her lock journey is when my hair was like this and like getting to the stages of looking crazy. She said, "Oh no, you look good. Oh no, you look good." Next, you know, well, one week I hair looking crazy. Oh my gosh, I gotta fix it. Look crazy. Just just the last week, my hair was my hair was fine. I think it's different too because like. Girls is supposed to be like cutesy and neat, like. So I'm supposed to just be what? So you can you can have your hair like more free flowing, like right now, like even with your hair not freshly retwisted, like your hair looks good. You have like your long curly hair, it's all cute and crinkly. You have all your little cute curly grays and stuff, like it looks. <laughs> Why you got to talk about grays for? It looks nice, like when mine is like like the root of my hair, like. One, we have different texture of hair too. So we talked about a different type hairs. Jalan has a beautiful hair. He, he has beautiful hair. My hair is honey. It's beautiful too, baby. It's beautiful, but it's angry with me all the time. That's the best way I can explain it. So the way that your hair is like gently into the interweaving of your hair is to like in between locks. So it still looks pretty in between your retwists. Mine is not like that. My hair has been rebelling against me since it started breaking off in eighth grade. And so <laughs> everybody be like, oh yeah, you know, I had my hair was good until it started getting perms and breaking off in the eighth grade. That's not a lie. It happened to all of us. It should be one of those commercials. Like if you've been affected by perms and your hair breaking off in the eighth grade, please dial 188. I should get compensated. <laughs> for my <laughs> distress oh, it gosh. happened to a lot of us anyway my hair's been rebelling ever since so we just have different textures of hair as well so in between your your retwist your hair still does look cute mine does not i appreciate it and, but it's, it's kind of like two kind of different styles for guys well a lot of them will do 
like the locks and you see like the neat stuff but then you also see like the free form you think of like cam newton you think of jay-z you think of uh j cole where it's just like they just let their hair grow and you know do whatever and I was just, that's one thing i knew i couldn't do because i'm very like try to be as neat as i can so it's like not saying nothing is wrong with that everybody loves their hair everybody's different but that's just one style that i think that men can get off that most women won't want to get off because they want their hair to be neat yeah yeah i think it's interesting the so the young lady who actually installed my lock so different young lady um she wore hers more just sort of like very much like not to the extent of like j cole and cam but she was like i really prefer my hair when it's in between retwists i like when it's in that space of just like just very loose very natural mm -hmm. flowing versus like both of my like new locticians like hair stays like in a style done did mm -hmm. so i think it's interesting it's definitely like a unique decision some people do like their hair most when it's just like chilling in between retwists the natural cool of their hair um yeah I, I definitely love my hair when it's style like this right here this them first two weeks baby you can't tell me nothing not a thing though by week four or five you could tell me a lot and i just have to listen because it gets it's a whole different game yeah we, we don't do too many recordings under four or five <laughs> <We only record. laughs> when my hair is fresh y'all not gonna catch me out here slipping <laughs> get all the close-ups and everything like ah what so, yeah well you like to zoom in on my face too when i'm talking nah we're not doing that we not doing that so this is prime prime recording time right here oh boy all right well we we getting closer to the end of it um what other things did we want to talk about um i kind of want to like touch on the rosters i don't really i'm not a roster but you know the rosters are more like free form you think of like um Bob Marley, where they really don't shave their beard, they don't do their hair, like they just, just out here. They got the, uh, he said free form. They got the barrels where they do like it's kind of like two strands, and they got like big old. Oh, you ever seen that? Like the big yeah. old ones, like Florida's kind of have stuff like that. No wicks. There you go. Let's call them wicks. Mm. Um, the other styles they have, they got so many different styles. But any style that you've seen out there that you've been dying to see me in that you can like describe or like you used to think you wanted to you want to actually try out mm, i know um i'm about to come out with something five for valentine's day okay so i'm gonna I'm do something real real like drama curls length pony oh, uh, yeah i don't even I, keep, said, I don't know if that matches that was a lot i know it's gonna be a lot it's okay. like i'm so excited though mm -hmm. so um for you, I mean, I was I really liked seeing you in the barrels. I I like I to see though. you in little barrels, though, because you went you did two big barrels. I mm -hmm. think if you did little barrels, it would be a little less tension. So and like, put it in the chat if y'all think Jalan should try one more time, but little barrels. The only thing I didn't like about that, I liked it the first week. After a while, it was fuzzy. So if I get little barrels, it's still gonna be fuzzy after a week. She let me just put on it. Just oh boy! Right, what, what else? What else we gotta hit? What, what else we gotta hit? Um, I mean, I think, I think that was, that was a lot of it. I think mm -hmm. thinking about Black History Month, um, I thought it was just a cool conversation to have around, um, our blackness and the essence of our locks, because mm -hmm. I think that's a really, um, it was a really intentional space that we got to as far as our aesthetic wasn't, um, 
something we did by accident. We had thought a lot about what it looks like um, and how we would show up in the world as as black people um, in our hair. And that's a huge part of our expression. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a huge way of communicating a lot. So I just wanted to touch a little bit on what it looks like for us to communicate that to people. And um, if you're thinking about locking your hair, my cousin was in the chat. She was thinking about doing like the micro locks, sister locks. We didn't even talk about like all those types too. Um, just consider mm-hmm. it. Consider it. There are so many girlies that are showing up, showing out in the space. Really great stylists out there. So just don't feel like um, it's limited. If you've, if you've had sort of a tension in your your own blackness about locks and that expression of hair um don't don't feel that release the tension locks are good we love locks yeah yeah and so many different people are doing it like you guys did the chloe Haley. they're like top face of women doing it they got jay-z uh all, all these people doing it here little dirt um who else got any locks oh the people got locks I don't know, I just named random names. I don't know, but yeah. But, oh, no, John Moran. John Moran got locks. He's the face of the beer, basically. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's only people out here that got locks, and hey, do it. Us. I got locks. Shit, us. yeah, bro. Right. Talk about who we I'm naming all these people. Looking we us. got locks. I got to end this episode. Y'all know we popping out here, so we got locks. But, yeah, I think that's it. I think it was a, definitely a beautiful conversation to have for Black History Month, just to do something different. Everybody has the martin luther king malcolm x you know what other names you know all them names credits credit king <laughs> you know not credit king it's, hold on, wait, wait, what's the name that's a credit king if you got this on the episode please like comment <laughs> subscribe um we appreciate it's credit king right we appreciate y'all coming and listening sharing with us um and just having fun fun conversations around blackness and black history month um continue just to share that expression of your identity and your aesthetic in whatever way uh brings you joy for us locks brings us joy and um until your next retwist until your next sew in until your next haircut baby be easy